You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Cut the power. How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. I watched it too with trackers. It's an eight-foot creature of some kind with acid for blood, and it arrived on your spaceship. It kills on sight and is generally unpleasant. It's a queen. How did you know that? She'll breed. You'll die. I saw Boggs yesterday. Did you? Hmm. Did you have a dodgy tummy? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, I saw Boggs the last time we were talking Rains and Boggs. And yep. uh, you'll recall I said in his genre thing that uh, he was in uh, Batman, the 1989 Batman oh, yes, as a reporter. Oh, yeah, you were going to watch it, weren't you, with your daughter to see whether she uh, she enjoyed it or not. Yes, yeah, we watched it yesterday afternoon and I knew that he would be a reporter, so I was yep. looking around the newsroom and everything. Um, but finally I spotted the fella. Um, if anyone's interested, Boggs is in the scene where one of the gang lords is on the steps and Bruce Wayne's there and right. um, he's given a press conference and that's when the Joker and his uh, goons dressed as clowns turns up and the Joker kills this, this guy oh, by throwing the quill. Oh, he turns up a mime, doesn't he? Yes, that's yes. right. And he yeah, throws this quill pen in his neck. Well, when Robert Culp is asking the crime boss questions, Boggs is standing right next to him oh. in a 40s suit and a... Uh, and a hat. But Did it's you recognise him? Yeah, he, he's yeah. a lot slimmer, and this is like 88, 89. So wow. it's only like three or four years Trap, before. Perhaps the acting job's dried up, but he couldn't afford food. No, I think he bulked himself up. He yeah. looks positively be, skinny yeah. in it. So. Do you remember? Um, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Tip Tipping, but one 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 of the characters we've discussed, one of the the uh, actors, I should say. Uh, appeared in Bottom in the burglary episode. Yeah, that was Tip Tipping. Was Tip Tipping? I watched it last night, but the second burglar, which I think is him, never takes his balaclava off. Oh. Like, uh, but I wonder if they hired him because there's also quite a big stunt where Eddie falls through the kitchen extension roof, and I thought I'll bet that's Tip Tipping as well. See, he's gone up yeah. in your esteem even yes, more yeah, now. If he yeah. stunt doubled for Eddie, Hitler. Oh, if, he, if he was Eddie Hitler's stunt double, I mean, I, I, if I was Eddie Hitler's stunt double, I would that would be on my resume right at the top. You'd be doing uh, yeah. convention uh, <coughs> would, appearances yeah. with that on your banner behind you on I the would, wall. I would, yeah. I, I, I'd, uh, I'd get the most out of it, but. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I thought, oh, when if he take? No, never takes it off. So, oh, okay, okay. Do you get the feeling we're kind of like putting off talking about our subject today? Well, I was hoping you would, you would have, you might have forgotten and thought we had talked about it, and then we could have just gone to next week. No, trip. unfortunately, it's yes. uh, it, no, it, it, it's it's too present in my mind because I only watched yep. it this morning. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So th this is uh, yeah we're discussing Ren, and it was quite a wrench a to wrench. watch it, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you know what his first name is? It's customary uh, on this show. Guess oh, the first stupid. name. Um, oh, have you seen it written down? I've seen it written down somewhere. What was it? Oh, what was it? Ma no, not Mavic. Mavic, Ren. That would be good. Um, it does begin with an M, but it's... Um, uh, 
It's an occupation and surname normally. Oh, Mason. That was it. It is. Mason. Yes. Mason Wren. Yeah, because I remember I I saw it and I thought I wonder if I wonder if there's any relevance to that and I thought I can't think of any. No. He might have a funny handshake, I suppose, but mm. wander yeah. around with his uh, his trouser leg up. I don't know. Mason <laughs> Wren. That might be how he got the job. No. It might be. That might explain yeah. why he's just so miscast. Yeah. Um, and that, that, then we got the surname Wren. I looked up the surname yes. Wren it's a bird, and the origin it? of it. It is a bird. Or the Woman's Royal Naval Reserve, yeah. My mum was a Wren and my yeah. aunt. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they were better Wren than this Wren. <laughs> I think they could act better. Yeah. Um, it says here that yep. uh, it's Anglo-Saxon origin, one of a large group of early English surnames created from nicknames often from the names of birds and animals uh-huh. after some supposed resemblance to their best-known characteristics, such as lark, nightingale, jay, heart, lamb, and so on. But it says here, and can you see this being our subject of today, probably used for a small, busy, and quick-moving person. No. Oh. <laughs> but it could be... Because I'm, I'm presuming you know who the part was written for, don't you? So it could possibly describe... That actor, if you... I don't know this. Who was it written for? Oh, it was... um, Joss Whedon wrote it for Bill Murray. Um, And they... The studio said they couldn't afford Bill Murray, so they hired the other guy. They seriously considered, or at least Joss Whedon was proposing, having Bill Murray in an alien film. Yep, he was... And I I wonder if... Because the whole script is comedic, isn't it? And I wonder if this is why this character is quite comedic. Yeah, evidently Joss Whedon had this theory that... If, it, if a character was played by Bill Murray, A, the studio could get a huge amount of um, publicity because it would be the first appearance since Ghostbusters of Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And B, he thought that no one would believe that Bill Murray was a villain. So the, the twist at the end would have, it would be like a shock on the psycho scale. It would have, you know, caused mountains to topple. Um, which I don't think it would, really. It's not um, a shock at the end when no. he um, um, does what he does, Ren. I mean, he's a, he's a nasty bit of work all the way through. And if these yeah. are the lines that were given to Bill Murray, you'd have been tipped off way before the end. Yeah, it, it's it's quite it's quite enlightening. Um, I'll see if I can find a link or something to uh, one of oh, the websites I've, where I read it on. That at all. Because yeah, Joss Whedon wrote all of the parts with actors in mind. Um, right. uh, so. Uh, I think Call was meant to be Angelina Jolie, so he wrote the part with her in mind. Uh, and a couple of others were meant to be... Oh, um, uh, Christie was meant to be Young Chow Fat, which is why he gets lots of sort of, uh, you know, where he's doing the ladder stuff yes, and all the stunts yeah. and he's got the... Fa- yeah, it was meant to... So it, basically he wanted a fight between Young Chow Fat and Sigourney Weaver. And it's like... Why, as soon as you know you're not getting these characters, why wouldn't you change the characters to match the actors? Yes. Well, there's lots of cases of yeah. why didn't they with this film. Um, all right. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I watched the special edition. Um, I, I watched the theatrical edition. And That's going to be did, interesting then yeah, to see I if d- I saw things you didn't. Yes, you might have. Um, I... Because for, for this for this and, a, and Alien 3, I normally just watch the bits that they're in. But then... Ren's in it quite a lot and I thought you know what I, I've been bad mouthing this film I haven't watched it in its entirety probably since 
the uh, quadrilogy came out, the, the DVD set. So I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll sit and watch it as a film. Turn the lights down, you know, sit with the cat, watch the film. Um, and it was it was sort of eye-opening how bad this film is. I'd, I'd forgotten it. Because it, it starts off the first few minutes. You think, okay, this might be... Oh, no! What's going on? And sadly, one of the big things that colours this as, as not a very good film is Ren. <coughs> the... the I mean, almost immediately we get a scene where Ripley's choking him, and he's doing this outrageous sort of comedy. Oh, I'm being choked! Acting. He's mugging. He mugging, is mugging. That's the word. Yeah, mugging. Mugging for the camera. Um, and I felt a muggins for watching it. I tell you. Mm. Um, but yeah, so it was it was interesting. But yeah, it'd be interesting. I couldn't be asked. <laughs> I mean, this shows the level of uh, commitment I got to this podcast. I couldn't be asked to watch the extended version after watching the film in its entirety because i felt almost betrayed well it's only every two months you have to come back to this so you've got a long well i'll perhaps i'll watch the theatrical cut next time and spread it out so as my brain doesn't melt. all right okay all right so i mean i said when i announced this character that i was very surprised that he's a doctor yeah it is mentioned a few times isn't it? he does a few well very very minor doctorish things like he wears a white coat and at one point he mentions about uh, the scars healing. But other than that, I didn't even remember him being a doctor. I thought he was like a company man. Yes, yeah. You know, or military man, because they, they decry the fact that the company's gone, but then everyone acts as if the company was still there anyway. So. Well, you know, old J.E. Freeman, you yes. know, he's very much a niche actor. He's, yeah. he's he, he plays the same sort of parts, always has done. And... I just have figured out that he was like head of security on the ship, or yes, something yeah, like that. Yeah, that sort of role, yeah. Because that, yeah. that's what he tends to play in it—the the head of security that turns out to be working with the bad guys and sets everyone up. Yeah, the, yeah, the head of the project that turns out to be working with the bad guys and sets everyone up. He's he always plays that sort of a part. He's got a face for it, I think. Yeah, yeah, and or a nasty bit of work. Yeah, but yeah. but when you know that he's the doctor. And he is actually in charge of the whole yeah. medical operation on this ship. He's he's Gediman's boss. When yeah. you watch that opening scene where, you know, Gediman is getting the chest burster yeah. out, he is giving orders. I've just never noticed it before, but he's telling Gediman yeah. what to do. Well, Ged- Gediman says, um, can, we, can we keep uh, number eight, doesn't he? Can we keep Ripley? And um, Ren's very much, eh, whatever, go on. So, so yeah. yeah, I mean, we used to do this on Mad Max in character, pivotal or not. Yeah. And he is pivotal because he... Oh, uh, yeah. says, can we keep eight alive? And he goes, yeah, all right. But if he had said, no, terminate it now, the rest of the film wouldn't have happened no. in that what, way. What I don't understand in that scene, though, because they, they make out it's a big thing. But later on, when, when we see the room of Ripley's... Um, there's already a Ripley alive that they've kept alive and obviously put on a machine. And why would they bother with that if, if normally he goes, nah, we don't want the Ripleys? No. Why have they got a room full of Ripleys if Ripley is a byproduct? He says at one point that she's a byproduct. What they really want is the alien queen. Yes. Um, and this is what they're doing time and time again. They are cloning Ripley because they yep. don't want Ripley. They want the the uh, the alien that's inside yeah. her. All right. I, yeah, and uh, I love 
I mean, we'll we'll get onto a scene by scene, I'm, I'm sure, shortly. But I love the fact that again they go with this this weird Hollywood idea that keeps coming up, and it came up in Jurassic World. And, and he goes, um, the possibilities for this species go go beyond urban pacification. What what would you use this for to pacify an urban population? Yeah. yeah. How do you control this? We've yeah. mentioned this before. This is why you don't have tigers in yes. your, yeah. in, in, in armies, do you? Exactly. You, you have very, very few regiments made con- entirely of tigers and lions <laughs> because, because they, they tend to not be very predictable. Mm. Um, they make some sort of hand-waving of, oh, also, oh new plastics and, and medicines which I could see more that if a company wanted to, to bring back you know say say cloning and that actually worked and you could do a bit of a Jurassic Park I could see some company bringing back a very dangerous animal because there's a chance that it's got some an enzyme or something that we need that could cure something because there's hmm. money in that but why would you bring them back as soldiers it makes you no wouldn't. sense, no. <laughs> okay. <coughs> so, later on, yeah, he goes to see Eight and ha- yes. ask Eight how she is. How is our number eight today? Appears to be in good health. Hmm? How good? Excellent. As in completely off our projected charts. Look at the scar tissue. See the recession? This is from three days ago? Exactly. Oh, this is good. This is very good. You're going to make us all very proud. And as you say, uh, gets OTT choked by Ripley. He's virtually staring into the camera while he's doing it. Oh, well, he's already... um, And again, I don't... Because... Because I've seen this actor in other stuff, and like you say, he he tends to play a very similar part. But he's not a—I don't think he's a terrible actor. But in this, he's as soon as he comes in the door, he's mugging, isn't it? He's almost sneering. Mm-hmm. <coughs> he might as well wear a, a little moustache and twirl it. Um, but yeah, he's sort of—he um, goes—he keeps going on about how very proud we are of of Ripley and. Yeah, he's he's over the top already, and then when he gets strangled, <laughs> it's just hilarious. Do you think? I mean, you've mentioned it many a time, um, especially on our Doctor Who show, that you know some <coughs> actors, when they appear in science fiction, yeah, feel the need to pantomime it. I think so, especially if it was, if they'd sort of told him that this was written for Bill Murray. Ah, do you think he's, it was like going, oh, a comedy part then? Excellent! Oh my God, I got a Bill Murray part. Could be, but yeah, I I do think there's a there's a, a type of actor that as soon as they're confronted with anything that isn't, you know, a crime drama or kitchen sink, they go into overacting mode. Mm. Um, and I think this this guy might be similar because subtlety he leaves at the door, doesn't he? For, for, there's not one subtle bit of his performance. There's not one believable bit of his performance. I and yet, in other films, he's, he's, he <coughs> yeah. is excellent. Um, yeah, he's really good. And I think it might be a case of that. Yeah, he knows that, you know, uh, <coughs> Bill Murray was meant to be playing the role. There's yeah. comedy lines in this. We know there are instances where the director came up with things that he thought was funny, like Perez breathing into the yeah. machine and it not working. Yeah, so, co- coupled with the Joss Whedon 
every line's a one-liner yep. script. So he's just playing to that, I yeah. guess, and it is misdirection, isn't it? I think um, so. Yeah, I because I don't know whether whether the whether they're trying to sort of make again make you think that he's not a threat, that he you know he's not the bad guy, but it's obviously is the bad guy. He's decided to breed aliens. Hmm. That's not that's not misguided, is it? That's you're a bad guy. But but yeah, I, there's something off about him, and I think because most of his scenes, or a lot of his scenes, I wouldn't say most of them, but a lot of his scenes are with Brad Dorif, who is by far a much 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 better actor, and he, Brad doesn't, although he's doing ostensibly even more jokey stuff, he's doing it dead serious, mm. you know, like when he's making kissy kissy faces to the alien. Uh, and none of it comes across as mugging, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it, this 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 character is one of the big problems for me with this film. Well, you talk about characters that are big problems. This is our third visit to Alien Resurrection, and yep. unfortunately, um, um, yet another case of having to watch the Perez scenes because he's there oh, with Perez yeah. when um, you know. Uh, we first see Perez and, you know, refer you to the Perez episode to find out what yes. we thought about that performance. <clears throat> I um, suppose the good the good thing about he has a fair few scenes with Perez, it does make him look better, less over the top yes. than with Perez. Yeah, well, it could be that then. He's just yeah. trying to match what old Perez yeah. is doing, could, you know? Yeah, that's, that's the thing that, I mean, a lot of actors do that, don't they? They'll tailor their performance based on who they're with. Mm. They, you often say, like, if a mediocre actor is put with a great actor, they up their game. Mm. But I think it's also true that if you get a lot of jokey performance actors together, this is good. what you get. Yeah, 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 yeah. <coughs> um, he, and he, he tells Perez that it, talking about Ripley, yes. is emotionally autistic and it has inherited memories plus the alien strength. It's genetically inherited the memories. Yes. I guess that's a good way of copying out about how, how does Ripley remember things. Um, um, well, it's the well, alien it's, bit. Again, though, this. Watching it as a film, this and we'll get more to this when we discuss this version of Ripley. But there's there's huge problems with this script for both timing. So things happen that couldn't possibly happen in the time span available. You know, like from from the aliens escaping to when they're in that underwater scene. Mm. That's like half an hour meant to be ship's time because they're constantly saying we've got three hours we've got two hours 40 minutes we've got two hours 30. so you know it's about half an hour yet the aliens somehow have got 20 eggs cocooned the entire place built a trap so like, what the hell it, it, it's schizophrenic this script and yeah. Ripley's the same so Ripley goes from learning her, her ABCs to becoming a fully fledged Joss Whedon making pop culture comment type lines how does she know yeah yeah you know, uh, as you that, say yeah. save that for the ripley episode yes, yeah um but yeah he, he and this could have been a really really clever and interesting idea i wish they'd have gone more with it is the fact that yeah because they've absolutely screwed up uh cloning this creature and ripley it's gone wrong seven times so far, and they think this time number eight is perfection, but we can see that it's not, because Ripley's got bits of the alien personality and, and, and 
sort of her blood is acidic and that. And I think this this could explain also why the aliens are so rubbish because mm. they're part human. These are not pure aliens. Um, even That's... though now the idea is that the alien creature takes something from its host, these are even worse than that, aren't they? They're 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 just they're part human, so <laughs> their That's perfection is gone. Yeah, exactly. I mean that can explain away yeah. some of the crap things we're going to see and talk about in future yes. episodes of, regarding the aliens. About I think, what I think they so, do yeah. Where, whether appear. that's what they intended, I think we're being very charitable with that. I don't think they intended that, but you can use it to go, you know, because like watching it later on when Christ is killed and he gets, he gets a full load of alien acid in the face mm-hmm. and it gives him a slight red like suntan burn yeah and he can still do things yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I'm wondering is it because while while Ripley's got slightly acidic blood the aliens have got less acidic blood because part of it's now human but they could have gone somewhere really good with that but I suppose they didn't think audience wanted it they just wanted another sort of they wanted aliens, aliens. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so we go forward a bit to where he goes yep. and sees eight, and uh, and it's here we get the uh, hilarious line, don't we? Everyone in the company will die. In the in the in the company, Wayland, Utani, Ripley Eight's former employers, Terran Growth Conglomerate. They had defense contracts under the military, or oh, they went under decades ago. Get them in way before your time. Bought out by Walmart. Fortunes of war. I think you will find that uh, things have changed a great deal since your time. I doubt that. We're not flying blind here, you know. It's the United Systems military, not some greedy corporation. Oh. Well, it won't make any difference. You're still going to die. How do you feel about that? Wish you could understand what we're trying to do here. The potential for this species goes way beyond urban pacification. New alloys, new vaccines. Nothing like this we've ever seen on any world before. You should be very proud. Oh. I am. And the animal itself. Wondrous. Potential. Unbelievable. Once we've tamed them. (laughs) Roll over. Play dead, heal. Mm-hmm. You can't teach it tricks. Why not? We're teaching you. Oh, luckily I was spared that. That's only in the uh, the the theatrical, uh, the um, director's cut. Director's cut. Yeah. I had to endure it. Yes, Wayland Utani was a Terran conglomerate yeah. bought out by Walmart. Hilarious, Joss. It's I uh, would. Yeah. I was laughing like a drain. Um, the other thing that I don't understand with Ren is he knows, he's had first-hand experience that Ripley is dangerous, that number eight is dangerous. Um, yet he goes out of his way to antagonize her, mm-hmm. which suggests he's not quite as clever as he thinks he is. 
Or do you think he's pushing her to see what she'll do just to find I mean, out how dangerous she is? It, it could well be, but wouldn't you... If you were this character, wouldn't you get someone else to push it? Because he's... He doesn't seem to be the sort that would risk his own life for knowledge. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point because yeah. he is. He is yeah. trying try, trying to yeah, yeah, needle her because, you know, he says, you know, you should be proud to be part of this uh, bringing back such a wonderful creature once we've tamed them. And she says, well, you know, you can't teach them tricks. And he goes, why not? We're teaching you. Yeah. And then glares at her. It is like he's trying to provoke her. Yeah, I think so. And that that's one of the few lines that I, I quite like is when he does that but he again doesn't deliver it particularly well but that that I thought was again very interesting I, I like that because yeah because at this point Ripley is starting to get a bit cocky um, and she's sort of saying yeah you, you can't you can't train them and yeah I love his line where he goes uh, uh, why not we're training you yeah and her face it's brilliant but they're so few and far between yeah, you have to wait a long yes. time before the next yeah. one, don't you? Um, yeah. um, he's watching these captured people getting yes. face hugged. They, you know, they, they've yeah. got these like custom-made little booths each of them are in, you know, suspended over a, a, a an egg. Yeah. Um, eight eggs. Yeah, can, can and we? Eight yeah, let, can we? Can we sort of look at this a little bit? So what this this plan they've got? So they know that they. They know that these eggs produce uh, facehuggers. The facehuggers latch on, and then you get a chest burster. But how do they know this? Have have they done this before? Because well, up till now, there's been no alien. They've not. This is the first successful time they've got in. How do they know? Is there records somewhere from Wayland Yatani explaining what's happening? You are preempting all my questions. Oh, and yeah, I, I, at this spot, this is the point I was going to ask you these questions yeah, and it oh, right. is exactly this because yeah. the only way they could have any information about how things work there's nothing on on Fury 161 is there no um, there would have been nothing there and that's the only place they mention except they call it Fury 16 for some yeah. bizarre reason um, so if they if Waylon Yutani had any sort of information it would have been at Hadley's Hope but that was newt yeah so, what? Yeah, what? What came back from that? Because we know it wasn't. We know it wasn't um, the Salako or anything, or, or Bishop doing it. Because in Alien Three, Bishop's got no real knowledge of it, and he wouldn't have said. So yeah, I, it's again this thing. We as an audience know all this, but these characters shouldn't know this. No. Because yeah, you, you're right. In this this sequence, which is is horrific but the trouble is it's also laughable is the fact that they've got all these custom made uh, like brackets and, and housings that these people are in they know exactly what's going to happen but they haven't done this before no well the, the, the bigger question is you know it, the inference is that Ripley 8 is the first yep. time they've actually extracted live yes, a, a chest yep. burster so the queen alien that they've got there is that that's that chest burster isn't it yes so the, the chest that's grown bloody quick then yeah they well they take it out of, of uh number eight and because she says later on um is did it live it's a queen and and they're like oh 
what's this? So at this point, all they've got is a queen. The queen presumably starts laying eggs because yeah, but it's got to grow first. Yeah, I I mean we I suppose we don't know we haven't canonically seen how quickly the the queen can grow, but it within twenty four hours the uh, in Alien the the warrior grew to full size. So you know, yeah, I'll, but I'll, she's the size of a double yeah. decker bus. I know. I don't know what they were feeding her on. Um, but then, um, when in in the again laughable scene when Gediman is is cocooned up and he's just providing a running commentary on yes. <laughs> you know exposition, and he says that um, the queen started laying eggs and that was the eggs that they needed these passengers for. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after after a certain number of eggs, the queen stopped laying eggs and changed, and then, changed her birth yeah, cycle or something. Yeah, he says to, be, to give birth to a live. It's just, it's so weird. But I'm presuming, because later on, Ren, they say, how many of these creatures are there? And Ren says, um, there would be 12. Because he's just in one die. So we can presume there's 13 yep. uh, eight eggs. I mean, we only see eight in this thing, but they could have done this, you know, again afterwards. Perhaps perhaps there was more passengers than we see. Um but you don't get the feeling at all in this film that they've done this before and it just no. hasn't worked out. This is all fresh to them. Yet they, they, they've got all this stuff built, ready for eggs of a certain size. Yes. That the Queen's only just laid. It's, it's weird. Because we know, we know there hasn't been that much time because of Ripley. We see her learning. Yes. And they, I think he says... Um, uh, you know, when when they know that the the the, the Betty crew turn up, <coughs> they look at Ripley's scars, and it's like after only five days. Yeah, so exactly. That best, this is five days later. Yeah, so the, the Queen, when we see her, is like five days old. Yeah, and yet Bloody she's already old. given birth to at least, at least eight, yeah, eight at eggs. Least eight, yeah, somewhere between eight and thirteen eggs, and then changed into giving live birth. Mm. Yeah, it it's horrendously uh, confused. Not just it? horrendous. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> just yeah. stop there. Okay, we fast forward. Uh, Ren is furious um, and shows oh, his yes, traditional yeah. way of acting when they catch Cole snooping around. Yeah, th- this is this is mad as well. I mean, no one in this film has any sense whatsoever. No one acts like they they're they've got two two brain cells to rub together but especially Ren so he knows this crew is dangerous but he goes in there shouting at them wouldn't you go in there with a few guards just shoot them yeah you, they've got no reason to suspect you at this point he wants to kill them anyway yeah he's calling Cole a terrorist yeah yeah, he thinks he thinks Call is a terrorist that's come to destroy his project and he thinks he says as far as he's concerned everyone dies with her just evacuate the air out of that section. Yeah. Once Ripley's left. But why does he assume she's a terrorist? I don't know. All she's done is gone and seen Ripley. Yeah. Because, yeah, he hasn't interrogated her at all. No. Nope. All she's done is break in to see Ripley and then come back out. And that's terrorism, is it? That's terrorism, yeah. For all, for all he knows, she just stumbled across it. Heard Ripley banging on the door and thought, what's that? Mm. L- luckily, her... Uh, her fetid breath matched <laughs> Perez's. Um, yeah, he, he jumps to a lot of conclusions, doesn't he? And then, 
and then he does uh, another bit where um, uh, Jonna threatens him and he pulls the face he pulls I, I I try to get screenshots of it it's so hilarious it's like fifth grade amateur dramatics it's not good acting. is it no the editing is really strange in this yeah. scene because this is where we have the shootout and <coughs> you don't see him. I was looking for him and I rewound and yeah. watched it a couple of times. He's nowhere to be seen. Um, he sort of kind of could be there when <coughs> Christie is ordered to release him. So Christie is actually holding him at gunpoint yeah. just before the shootout. Although you never see it. You never have a shot of Ren being no, it's, held. It's very, very um, poorly edited for... for air quotes, an action scene. Well, the um, director's not an action director, no. is he? That's the problem. Perhaps they were hoping that young Chow Fat would direct it himself when they hired him, mm. <laughs> and they never hired him. Um, but it also, again, uh, sort of speaking to the competence of any of these people, the, the military guys go right up and point their guns at the people's necks. Yeah. They're long-range weapons, guys. They're, they're called yeah. that for a reason. Yeah. Don't get in you know? close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he's taken hostage. They're going to make yes. their way to the Betty. Um, and along the way, he tells them that, yeah, the ship is now yeah. returning to Earth. And yeah, Rip Ripley, um, because for some reason, she knows that the ship is moving. She goes, we're moving. Even though, yes, she's got some sort of weird alien DNA in her, but knowledge isn't... You have to earn knowledge. So... You can't know that a spaceship is moving unless you know and have been told that that, that, that feeling you're feeling, that means the spaceship's moving. A couple of you scenes ago, just, she, yeah. yeah. A couple of scenes ago, she was mistaking a glove for a hand. Yeah, and she didn't, she didn't know what a fork was. Mm. Um, and then now she can do a, a Mr. Scott of the Enterprise and feel how fast the ship's going by the deck plates moving. Yeah. It, it's so stupid. But yeah, he he says, um, yeah. A, a, a standard protocol is that if anything goes wrong, the ship immediately goes back to its home base, which is Earth. Dun dun dun! It's, what a stupid plan that is. Even more stupid yeah. is we were told when Elgin was talking to Perez that they're outside yes. conventional space lanes, but that they're only three hours away from Earth. Well, I, w I was watching this with an eye to that. And all of the special effects shots we get suggests they're about at Pluto. Mm. But that's far out of space lanes. So is everything contracted by this point? Because you see shots of them as a, like interminable shots of the ship going past and it goes past uh, Jupiter. It goes past Very this, slowly. Goes, very Jupiter. slowly, yeah. <laughs> um, it, yeah. It, how can you be safely out of of uh, of harm's way and people looking on you if you're three hours away. when you're on the back door yeah, yeah. when yeah. they go when they just scan and go there's, there's a big military ship there <laughs> we <laughs> we can literally see it if we squint oh, yeah. um yeah so it's it's going back to earth and then we get another um mad i just i was sat watching it and going am i going mad because who wrote this was it a five-year-old because they go we need to get to the ship. Now, bearing in mind, they come off the ship. Mm. They come off the Betty. So they know the way there. And they didn't have to go through any kitchens to get there. No. But um, the the soldier guy 
oh, what's it? De, uh, it? De Stefano, whatever his name is. Desperado or something. Desperado, yeah. yeah. Um, he goes, oh, the quickest way is, is if we go by uh, the main lift shaft, that goes the complete top to bottom of the ship. And they go, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then we get the next scene is they're going, oh, it's flooded. We're going to have to swim for a bit. What? Mm. So they've gone to the bottom of the ship to get into a lift shaft, to go up the lift shaft, to get back onto the floor they were on, because that's quicker than just going in down a straight a line. Yes, yes. Um, this film has got two scenes that I do like, two sequences yeah. I do like. One is the yeah the flooded kitchen bit. I think that's accomplished very well. Yes. And also the makes no sense, but it makes no sense, it. but accomplished well. Yeah. And also accomplished well is the next bit where Ren is, and that's Ripley finding the other clones. Yes. I, I, I think yeah, that is a technically that, that, that they are done brilliantly. Yeah. Um, um, the uh, the the. Uh, you know the creature design and the execution of them I think is very very well done yeah both of them are ruined by uh, a Joss Whedon one liner at the end of it I mean we get that lovely sequence of Ripley finding her and, and Sigourney Weaver's acting her heart out she's brilliant you actually you feel it in your gut for Ripley and she destroys it all in a fit of her and then you get a comedy line from Jonah hmm it's like, oh god. Yeah, spoil it, spoil yeah. it. Yeah. Not everything has to be serious, serious, jokey line. Serious, serious, jokey line. Yeah, well done, Joss. Yeah. Um and you know, when she comes out after she's done that, just before that jokey line, you know, uh he's real worried. Oh Red's yes. real worried, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think he's finally realised that that he's he's gonna be hard pushed to uh pick the bones out of this one any yes it's, yeah it's a bit of a mess yeah and ripley doesn't kill him no which is what he's expecting he does get a smack on the nose from cool though doesn't he yeah um now coming up just before we get to the kitchen thing they find these dead people yes and and jonah says it's not their cargo but then almost immediately it's contradicted so yeah. why have oh, that I've, line in that must be in um that must be just in the uh, the extended cut because in the in the theatrical cut, they yeah, he, he, they say, uh, "Isn't this isn't this the cargo we brought?" And they go, "Yeah." No, so, he sa- he says something about, "Oh, what is the, all this? This isn't our shit." He says something like that. Oh right. But then that must the be line that you've yeah. you saw, which is a contradiction. So I don't understand that. No. Um, I don't understand this waterfall just before we get to the kitchen, because someone says that someone opened the valves. Did the nasties yeah. do that? Well, well, well in a minute, Jonah's yeah. going to say it's an ambush. So maybe the aliens yeah. did open but, that to flood the kitchen. But why? But let's let's think about let's think about this logically. Then, so let's assume the aliens did it. Let's assume that that <laughs> even Alexa says she's not sure about it. Let, <laughs> let's assume that. Uh, that their plan was, uh, we need, we need people to hatch more aliens. We're going to flood the kitchen section so that they have to go swimming through it because we know the layout of this ship completely, and we know that the only <laughs> way they're going to get there is via this this pathetically short lift shaft that takes them back to where they were before. So they then. Uh, flood the kitchen section by knowing that there's 
cooling tanks and that they will flood this section that that means they'll the humans who they they must know instinctively need air to breathe will swim this way and they won't be able to swim back so they've got to go through the membrane to get to the eggs that's then a trap because then they can breed more aliens so they're, they're bringing they're making the humans funnel to the eggs rather than the other way around it's like okay but by god that that requires a lot of information on the aliens part to know the layout of the ship what the cooling system how the cooling system works the fact that there's valves you can open that will flood a certain how section. you open a valve how you open a valve um it, it makes no sense. Plus, so, yeah. the other thing we're overlooking is every alien that we're seeing now is hours old. Hours old, yes. yes. Literally literally less than three hours old. Yes. Um, we, we, if we go the other way and say, okay, that's just Jonna being stupid. It was just a coincidence. Why did, Why are all those eggs there in that little section? How did they get there? Because the, the Queen's not there. No, the aliens are carrying them there. Yeah, but for what reason? And how are they putting all the tendril stuff and everything yep. that's on there as well? Uh, and, and how quickly are they doing this? Because we know, literally, this is... All of this has happened within one hour. Yes. I don't get that. And this is at the same time as they're attacking the, the soldiers that are leaving. Yep. Um, presumably finding the queen and building the queen nest that we see later on. They're busy little beavers, aren't they? They certainly are. And I, well, they should, yeah. What what Ren should have done instead of sell, getting them to sell to the military, uh, sell them to the building industry. See them with little hard hats on. Yeah, little little. <laughs> yeah, that would be brilliant. Little hard hats. High vis jacket. Building, yeah, building people's spare rooms out of spit. <laughs> but having said all that, the the underwater kitchen the flooded kitchen sequence is a good sequence it's, the, it's a yeah th- that's the thing with this film there's, there's a few a few sequences in it that, that on their own you could show as a clip and you go oh my god I'd want to see that film that looks amazing but none of it makes sense in the story that they've gone no, with no full credit to the actors for actually doing that yeah, yeah, yeah and undertaking all that yeah but I always they, think they probably had a blast doing it you know? yeah um what I um, um, always think about when I see this is it's a kitchen, all right? Yeah. A flooded kitchen that they're swimming through. And, yeah, occasionally you've got a bit of lettuce floating around. Yeah, not a lot, though, is it? Absolutely purely clean water. You would have all sorts of yep. sauces and oils and stuff like that. You would have all sorts of muck. It's also amazingly there. well lit it, yes. down there as well. Where, where is all the light coming from? Because that would have shorted out, wouldn't it? You would. I would have thought so. I mean, why would you build taps on a cooling system that flood a kitchen? Mm. Because what what they've gone with is this is a Poseidon adventure. And in Poseidon adventure, you add a flooded out section. But the reason you added flooded out section is the ship was upside down and it was underwater. Mm. But they've looked at it and gone, well, they had this swimming scene in uh, Poseidon adventure. Everyone loved that. We need one here. But it makes no sense. Why would you flood the kitchen with your coolant water mm. but surely if you're if you're flooding it with your coolant water your engines would immediately would blow overheat. up yeah mm. and we don't get any mention of that no, no one says that means it's going to explode it happily chugs on till it hits earth yes yeah. <clears throat> um uh, but 
they get through that membrane. They, they it turns out they are in an ambush. There's at least yeah. thirteen eggs there. So yes. that, that, that queen is being very busy. Oh, she's pumping them out. Yes, and um, yeah, and we have the dastardly call now, but, which I'm guessing yeah. if it was the Bill Murray scene, and Bill Murray was Wren. This would have been a shock when he says, yeah. "Give me your weapon." The gun's jammed, and then shoots cool point blank. Yeah, this would have been a an absolute shock. But I, I sort of agree with Ren on this. When he says to cool, uh, it's it's um, yeah, it's locked. Give me your gun, and she gives it, and she goes, "You're far too trusting." It's like, yeah, I agree. Yes. She's an idiot if that's the case. <coughs> I mean, I I thought it was weird that they gave Di Stefano the gun earlier on. Mm. It, go, it goes from, um, you're, you wanted to kill us, but we're in the same scrape now, so you're, here's a gun, you'll stick with us. Um, they deserve what they get, don't they? It is now two days later. It is, yes. This this reminded me of uh, what Ren must have felt like when he kept failing with the Ripley clones. We're not quite up to eight yet, are we? But Well, I hope yeah. we can stop at two. Yeah. I hope so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ian and I noticed the problem almost immediately after our recording. We, we waffled away for about another, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. And yep. normally, in, with the service we use, I stop the recording. It uploads to that site. And the clock just kept <laughs> ticking yeah, and no, ticking. No, normally, it's pretty instantaneous, isn't it? Like 30 seconds tops. Yep. And I think I think about two hours later, I was still messaging saying, has it, has it worked yet? Yeah. No. And when I finally did download them, my track was absolutely fine. Ian's cut out about three quarters of the way through. Yes. Um, and absolutely was irretrievable, the rest of it. So uh, here we are two days later. And this is going to be a bit like Groundhog Day for you and me, Ian, because we've got to have the same discussion. Um, I know what you're going to say, and you know you know what I'm going to be saying yeah. now. But well, I, I've sort of forgotten because it's two days, and my brain's yeah, reset. we're old. Because yeah. I, I was thinking, oh God, what did I? What score did I give him? I can't even remember. Well, I have it written down. Here, oh, good, so, yeah. So, so we'll so. go with what because it'll be interesting. It'll be like a little uh, time document that what what was we thinking at the time. Yeah. All right. So, so just to get you up to speed, yes. Ian, and just before the bit of music I just put in, we had reached the point where uh, Ren says to Cole, "The door is stuck. Give me your weapon." Oh, right. Yes. Right. Yeah. We're pretty much yeah. at that point. So we might repeat what you've just heard, listener, but yes. just bear with us. We'll get into it and we'll move beyond what we were doing two days ago. All right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I remember I was um, I was a bit flummoxed why Call would fall for this move because they they <laughs> armed. Um, uh, es- Esposito, Desperado. Desperado. They, yeah, yeah. They they armed Desperado. But they purposefully didn't give Ren a pistol back then when they were starting to flee the aliens. So I'm not entirely sure why Call falls for this. Other than I think they just need some sort of shock end into this sequence. 
Well, you could be yeah. quite deep and say she is a naive, you know, yeah. newborn android, not used to the machinations of man and treachery of man, and yeah, quite uh, trustingly yeah. gave it to him. But I don't think so. No, no. you just got to have this shock moment um, yeah. um, before the reveal of Cool is an android, haven't you? Yeah, we get because um, yeah, Ren Ren says the door's locked. Give me the pistol. She hands it over, and he goes. I mean, I agree with him, I think. He goes something like, what? I can't believe you fell for that sort of thing. Shoot, sir. And then we get that weird ADR line, because everyone starts to shoot at him, and he does this awful comedy, oh, someone's shooting at me type movement, like you would get in a cartoon and that. And we get this weird ADR line where he says, Father, open the door. Father, lock the door. Like, they thought, oh, no one's going to know what's going on here. Mm. You know, they they haven't got much... uh, you know, I think they haven't got much sort of faith in their audience. Um, but yeah, call falls to her air quotes death. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a lot of bodies piled up under that opening, isn't there, at the bottom of the kitchen? There is rather, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. So, and that's the last we see of him. Um, yes, um, we don't see him again until he's at the door to the Betty trying to get in, but yep. the door won't open for some reason. Yeah, I don't, I don't get this part again a weird adr line so what what was their plan because when the crew get to the betty we get this this uh dubbed in line where i think it's uh john or someone says uh cool do your robot thing and and uh hook into the ship so we can enter the betty what were they going to do because they didn't know cool was a robot at that point so what were they going to do were they hoping that ren would open the ship for them that seems like a bit of a bad plan um, mm. yeah, but it's worse than sure. that, isn't it? Yeah. Because they they use call to operate the Betty because they haven't got their yeah. pilot and co-pilot. But if they if call was a human. regular human, yeah. they couldn't have done that either. No, would would they have just got to the Betty and all sat there going, "Would you know how to fly it?" No, I don't know how to fly it. <laughs> what oh, do we do dear. now? Yeah. What do we do now? Yeah. And then and then weirdly, because luckily Ripley knows how to fly it, but they, no one knew this, did they? I think no. that would have been actually a really funny end to the film where they just sat there going, yeah, no one can fly this shit. Everyone and looks just to the camera up. and yeah. shrugs. Yeah, in a bottom sort of way. And actually then you could have the bottom music at the end yeah. just <laughs> crashing in. That would have made a much better ending. Uh, but no, um, Ren, we get a, 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 I suppose it's a comedy sequence where Ren is waiting for the door to open so he can enter the, the I don't know if it's the Betty or just the landing bay. But... Um, Cool stops it, and then uh, Ren is is basically he's, he's sort of saying, "Father, what is it? I hate that." Father, I don't know whether I mentioned that earlier right. in this recording, but I hate the fact. You can that, say it again. Yeah, there's yeah, a father. It's like, yeah, yeah it's like ah, oh, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, but yeah, so so Cool then locks the door and tell sort of tips their hand a bit by saying, you know. It's us controlling this bad luck, and then a, a pure Joss Whedon line of where she announces to the aliens, "Could all aliens please report to the hangar deck?" Comedy uh, gold. Comedy gold, which is what people do when uh, they're facing a life and death situation, isn't it? They often mm. take the time out to uh, to tell a joke to the person they think they'll never meet again and is going to die. Yeah. Oh dear. oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! So off he scuttles. I don't yes. know where he goes. Um, yeah, I don't, don't know where he goes and hides behind a sofa or something. I don't know. How does he get there? I suppose. 
because we get we get two 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 of these in a row don't we so they've locked all the doors so he can't get to the hangar deck but he mm. manages to get to the hangar deck and then we get this we we've got this uh thing we call where she's fell down into the kitchen and there's no way there's no shortcut because they've said that mm. yet she gets a shortcut up to above them mm. it's like mm, it's cheap cheap plotting and it's yeah dodgy yeah. I guess he followed them in when they do open the door and go through the. Oh, do you think he followed them in? I I always just assumed he was he had got there ahead of him, but I don't know how. No, but perhaps you could be right. He might have been following in. That He's makes just sneaking more along stupid. on yeah. on tippy toes. Do you there should have been a scene like in Scooby Doo where they move yeah. along and then he's going with that little noise, with that little tinkling noise. Yeah, this film could have been so much better. Yeah, we need a fan edit. Yes, yeah, and no, he just pops up and grabs Cole and has Cole at gunpoint. Yeah, he's got a gun from somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I I put I suppose a lot of Marines died on that hangar deck fighting the aliens. Whatever. So okay, he probably could have picked up a gun. Um, or perhaps he's had it all along, and that makes him even more stupid. But yeah, he he holds uh, Call at gunpoint and and hilariously threatens to bust a cap in her head. Yes, um, I've thought which, of a question yeah. I didn't think of um, two days ago, which yeah. is uh, how does Ren know that Call is an android? That is a damn good point. And ah, oh, does she say when she's locking the door? Does she say some? No, she doesn't, does she? I can't so, remember. So, a... I don't know. That's a good point because he, she fell off, and he left, and he wasn't there when she came back. And everyone said, "Oh, she's an Auton," or oh, that that aggravated me as well. Don't bring Autons into this. <laughs> Wrong show. Wrong show. Um, yeah. How did he know? Because he said, you know, unless. Unless he looked into a gaping wound when you know, when he was uh, going to take her, her yeah. without being yeah. spotted, yeah, going oh hmm. she's got milk coming out of her she's a robot, um, but yeah he, just, she's he, just swum through a kitchen she could easily have milk on her that's true yeah, yeah. that would have been funny if he had said um, you know otherwise I'll I'll destroy this toaster and they went what are you on about yeah <laughs> um, and. What's he on about? He says, Cole's got to plug herself into the Betty yes. to fly back to Earth. But they're there. We yeah, had yeah, they're, they're literally, shot. They're, they've yeah. arrived at Earth. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, the timing's been all over the place. But yeah, they're, they're, at this point, they're entering Earth orbit with a view to then crashing on the planet. Hmm. And he's, yeah, he's saying, I'll use Cole to, to pilot the Betty off the ship. And but is he wouldn't wouldn't he be better to stay there and get her to stop the ship from crashing, stop the arena yeah. from crashing? He's going to lose all his aliens, any otherwise. Yeah, I, I thought that was the ultimate yeah. aim yeah. of him. All right, but uh, that doesn't happen because no. we have you know um, the uh, <laughs> it's infamous for for us because we were only talking about it two days ago, but yes. this. This sequence now, where the guy who's got the chest burster in in him, yeah, per- Purvis, isn't it? Purvis, yeah. yeah. He, he starts he, to convulse because the chest yeah. burster is just about to come out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how he knows what's going to happen to him unless he's seen it already. But if he has seen it already, why does he, when when they capture him, when they uh, capture him, when they find him originally, he says, "What's in me? What's going to happen?" Mm. But now he knows that. 
a chest burst is going to come out and come out with enough force that it will act like a bloody shotgun. Yes, yeah. We said two days ago that when he said, oh, I've seen horrible things, yeah. we thought he's seen uh, uh, the, face the old facehugger yeah. in action. But he hasn't seen a chestburster action, so everything he's doing now doesn't make any sense. No. Well, it just doesn't make any sense anyway, because, as I said two days ago, let's go through it one by yes, one. step by step. <laughs> yep, so, yep, he starts to convulse because he's in agony because of fucking great big snake creature is just about to yeah. burst through your chest. He runs to Ren, who shoots him at least four times, yep. punches Ren to the ground, lifts him up, smashes his face on a bar, and then we have the moment where yes. he... The camera zooms down his throat. He, For some reason, he, he, he pulls his head back, starts screaming. The camera goes down his throat goes down into his chest where we see the chest burster. Yep. And at the same point, lifts Ren up, places the back of his head against his chest, just at the moment the chest burster comes out. Yes. I don't know how he knows all that, or where, or he knows where the chest burster's going to come out on him, or that it's going to do anything. Because, I, as, as I said two days ago. What if it had been um, one of Prometheus's backbursters? That, he would have gone, ah. Oh. And the other thing that just really annoys me is, why does the alien bursting out of his chest give him superhuman strength? I mean, he gets shot four times, and it's not like he just barrels into uh, Red, you know, with momentum. He stops and starts punching him, and then, yeah. like you say, picks him up and hits him down. Can you imagine Kane doing that in Alien during the chestburster scene? We that said, if Kane had got up and started tidying the room, I'm just going to tidy. Yeah. We said, didn't we? This yeah. cannot compare. You cannot no. compare the two scenes. You know. I, I think that yeah, they they thought this would be people talking about it. I think people were talking about it, but not in the way they so thought. That was shit. most people yeah. were saying. Yeah, that was shit. What the hell was that? It's a it's a comedy death in a film that really doesn't know whether it wants to be a comedy or not. Mm-hmm. And it just deflates everything. It's it's awful. And like I say, I think we... Because we, we, we've got a comedy... Well, not a comedy death. We've got a stupid death tally, haven't we? Yes. Uh, yep. And I think, without preempting it, um, Ren goes straight to the top for me. This is the by far the stupidest death I've seen yet. We said that yep. um, two days ago, and I'll I'll back yep. you up still. Purvis stroke Wren is yep. the top of the, our stupid death tally. We've yep. only got three slots, and they're all alien resurrection at the moment. Yep. All right. I mean, a, mu- a much better death for him would have been he keeps them at gunpoint and makes them take the bet off, and then as they're taking off, he's killed by the newborn. Mm. That would have been quite. That would have been actually quite a nice arc, wouldn't it? Mm. But yeah, anything would have been better than this. Had him, you know, as they take off, he trips over and knocks his head and dies by accident. That would have been better than this. Mm. But instead, we get what we uh, get. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's Ren gone. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we'll move across to the actor, uh, J.E. Freeman. Yep. Uh, born in 1946 in Brooklyn, um, as I say, um, you know, a very much a, uh, a an actor you want for certain roles. Yes. Uh, yeah. If, you, if you're after a 
a dodgy cop, a mafia boss, someone someone a bit untrustworthy. I think he's the the actor to go to, but not necessarily in a sci-fi setting. No, no. I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff. Yes, you know, yeah, um, he's done, done a fair bit. I, I've said, you know, Miller's Crossing. I yeah. mean, he's just Excellent. mesmerizing yeah. in that. Any anybody that catches your eye and takes you away from Albert Finney, yeah, has got to be yeah, a bloody good actor. Yeah, if you're stealing the scene from Albert Finney, yeah, well yeah. done to you. Yeah, so he, he, the the guy can act. The guy's got acting chops. But I, yeah, I I think I think we probably mentioned it earlier in this recording. But it, it's this thing where as soon as as soon as it becomes slightly unrealistic like sci-fi or monsters that some actors just start playing up a bit don't they mugging yeah Yeah. and i I wonder if that's the case here yeah i think i think it is a a a miscasting yeah we've got here definitely um and i think yeah i he's not known for his genre stuff um and that's why i think I think it's going to be quite a while before we find someone who's got a lower genre tally. His genre tally is only three. Um, first of all, in Highlander, the TV series, which I never went near. No, I, I didn't. Isn't that? Isn't his name? Isn't the Highlander in that called Quentin or something? Is it? I think so. There's a Connor. I don't. Because it's. Is oh, it not Connor McCloud? No, I don't think. I think it's Connor. Connor is the film one, isn't it? And then the. Mm-hmm. the TV one was something else, and then there was an animated one. But one of them was called Quentin McLeod. Quentin, oh Quint- no. yeah. Oh, All it's, right. It's, at that point, I'd given a, 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 a damn good film had been ruined by the franchise. Hmm. Yeah, that yeah. seems familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, and old Je, um, I think this is the first time ever the Alien film we're discussing is the only thing I've seen him in because I didn't yeah. see him in Highlander TV. And uh, the other thing he was in was Tremors 4. Which I have watched, but I don't remember him in. I think if, if it's... Because they've, they've, again, an excellent first film and very, mm. very mediocre sequels. And I think number four was the one where it was set in the Wild West. I think Back to the Future 3 had happened and they'd gone, oh, uh, this oh, is okay. nice and cheap to do. It was terrible. Uh, okay. If it's the one I'm thinking of. But there's been about five or six of them now, hasn't there? Oh, and a TV Lord. series. Oh, no, no. I'll stick with the original. Yeah. Yeah. We have to do that on Effectively Speaking. We should, yeah, because that is an absolutely yeah. brilliant film. It is, it is. Okay, uh, merchandise-wise, I don't think he's no, got an eagle, eagle Moss. He's kind of bland, isn't he? Yeah, I don't, there's not a lot. I suppose you could do him in his doctor's outfit, but as perhaps a two-pack would get him in. But mm. yeah, I don't think... I can't imagine many people are rushing out to get their rent figure, are they? No, no. Um, all right, do they fit in Alien? Can you no. see him no. in there? <laughs> that was a very no. firm no. That no. He he's too. I mean, I think it's true of most of the most of this film. He's too caricature. It's not. There's no realism to really any of these characters. No, it is the, yeah. the comic book version, isn't yes, it? This is yeah, a comic this book. Is very this much film. comic. That's a, that's a really good uh, analogy there. Yeah, this is this is a comic book version of Alien. Mm. Um, yeah, I just I can't see him fitting in. He's not realistic enough. No, no. To to fit into that universe. All right. Like he, I say, even compared to uh, Burke, Burke just is is a thousand percent better than as this sort of character than he is. Mm, yeah, yeah. 
All right, he goes on the no list, and yep. Kel Surprise, only three on there, and they're all from Alien Resurrection. <laughs> so we, 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 we have featured Alien Resurrection three times, yep. and all three characters go on the no for do they fit in Alien. I, I think that sort of that sort of shows how far away this is sort of meandered mm. from the original idea, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okie doke. Uh, right. Um, I'm not going to ask you of it because you gave it to me uh, two days ago. The yes. alien Ness factor. What did I give him? You gave him the same as me, which was a three. Oh, that's fair. Just a three. Okay, so he's in a, a skate pod all by himself at the moment. He deserves it, doesn't he? Second from the bottom of the launch bay. Um, at the bottom of the launch bay is uh, Perez at one oh, and yeah. a half. Okay, <laughs> yeah. He might I be in there for quite a yeah. while. I think Ren has got to be really thankful that Perez exists. Otherwise, yeah. I think he would be on a lot of bottoms, wouldn't he? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah that came out wrong. That was a bit... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. And with that, hopefully this recording has uh, came out all right. I hope so. Uh, Can you imagine doing this a third end. time? Oh, man. I think we just give up and yeah, say, all right. Up. Shave our heads. Ren got a three. And that's it. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no podcast for you. Ren got a three. All right, so we got to announce the next one, and of yes. course we finished with Alien Resurrection, so we return to the Nostromo, and uh, oh, thank goodness, yes, thank goodness, and thank goodness for Lambert because uh, next time, completely different kettle of fish. Yes, a hundred percent different, as yep. different as you can get. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think our scoring might be slightly higher uh, yes, next time. I think so. All I right. don't. I don't think her death will. It, give us many chuckles will it? I don't think that was going to be on no. stupid it's no. interesting we've got a lot Very to talk about yes. the yeah. background to what actually happened to Lambert yeah. but, uh, so yeah all invigorated and looking forward to that next time all right, uh, and we're closer to it now. We're two days closer to discussing. That's Lambert very than we true. Were, so, yes, yeah. we are. We are. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you, Ian. No um, problem. Fingers crossed. Now yeah. that this that, that this came out all right. I'm all right. Crossing everything I got. Two <laughs> okay. off. All right. Thank you, folks. See you next nice time. Right. Thanks, Ian. Bye. 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 That's it, man. Game over, man. <laughs>